0: Please join me in the prayer for illumination. Loving Potter, by your word and Holy Spirit, fashion us into vessels fit for your service and transform our hearts and minds that we would obediently serve and glorify you through Jesus Christ, your son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah, the 18th chapter. The word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, come, go down to the potter's house, and there I will let you hear my words. So I went down to the potter's house, and there he was working at his wheel. The vessel he was making of clay was spoiled in the potter's hand, and he reworked it into another vessel, as seemed good to him. Then the word of the Lord came to me. Can I not do with you, O house of Israel, just as this potter has done, says the Lord? Just like the clay in the potter's hand, so are you in my hand. O house of Israel. At one moment, I may declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will pluck up and break down and destroy it. But if that nation concerning which I have spoken turns from its evil, I will change my mind about the disaster that I intend to bring on it. And at another moment, I may declare concerning a nation or a kingdom that I will build and plant it. But if it does evil in my sight, not listening to my voice, then I will change my mind about the good that I had intended to do it. Now, therefore, say to the people of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem, thus says the Lord Look, I am a potter, shaping evil against you and devising a plan against you. Turn now, all of you, from your evil way and amend your ways and your doing. Here ends the reading.
1: gospel lesson from Luke chapter 14 verses 25 through 33. Listen with me for the word of God. Now large crowds were traveling with Jesus and he turned and said to them, whoever comes to me and does not hate father and mother, wife and children, brothers and sisters, yes, even life itself, cannot be my disciple. Whoever does not carry the cross and follow me cannot be my disciple. For which of you intending to build a tower, does not first sit down and estimate the cost to see whether he has enough to complete it. Otherwise, when he has laid a foundation and is not able to finish it, all who see it will be able to ridicule him, saying, this fellow began to build and was not able to finish. Or what king, going out to wage war against another king, will not sit down first and consider whether he is able, with 10,000 to oppose the one who comes against him with 20,000. If he cannot then, while the other is still far away, he sends a delegation and asks for the terms of peace. So therefore, none of you can become my disciple if you do not give up all your possessions. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. O Lord, Thy word is a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen. Spiritual formation. That's an important phrase for us to think about. Spiritual formation. It's the work of God upon our lives bringing about shape and beauty for the purpose of God's holy kingdom. For the past several decades, we've heard another phrase, Christian education, meaning you read the Bible, you read books about the Bible, you read biblical commentary, articles by learned people for the sake of gaining knowledge in your mind about religious things. Well, that falls short. That falls short of what we actually need as people. Because it's not so much mastering a text as it is allowing the master who inspired the text to have his way with us. Spiritual formation is about who we are as disciples, engaged in spiritual disciplines. There's a connection between that word, disciplines and disciples. The things that we do ought to impact not just head knowledge, but it also ought to impact our our heart, and it ought to connect with what we do with our lives. Spiritual formation is the work of God upon us and within us by the power of the Spirit. And within the Wesleyan tradition, we see it as sanctification, growing in God's holiness, giving us the capacity to love God and to love our neighbor without anything getting in the way. Spiritual formation. The Old Testament passage from Jeremiah offers some imagery that is just beautiful for us to understand. And it's... It's imagery about the potter at the potter's wheel working with clay. The same imagery is also found in the prophet Isaiah, also in the apostle Paul, Romans chapter 9. It's not too often that we have a metaphor in the Old Testament that finds its way into the New Testament. But this is one. It's one that we should pay attention to. The potter and the clay. Come, let's go down to the potter's house. We are told, and there we see the potter working the clay and reworking the clay. Bringing about shape, beauty, function. This is a beautiful metaphor to understand what God does for us. God is the potter, we are the clay. It's such a beautiful metaphor, and it's one that we need to continue to reflect upon. A beautiful song I learned a long time ago, composed by Eddie Espinoza. The lyrics go, Change my heart, O God, make it ever true. Change my heart, O God, may I be like you. You are the potter, I am the clay. Mold me and make me. This is what I pray. God is the potter and we are the clay. Author Brian Williams wrote a book entitled The Potter's Rib. And he expands upon this imagery, still insisting that God is the potter and we are the clay. But he notes that potters use tools. And one of the tools is called a rib. It's small, holding it in your hand. It's round on one side. It's got an edge to it. And when the potter is able to give shape to this lump of clay, then the potter can use a rib in order to finish it off, in order to give it fine detail, making it just right. And according to Brian Williams, God uses people, in the same way that a potter uses a rib. Again, God is the potter, we are the clay, and God uses people to make a profound impact. you found this to be true in your life. Who are they? Who are those mentors, those friends, family members, Sunday school teachers? People who God used to finish you becoming who you are, making a profound impact. Well, my daughter and I decided to go down to the potter's wheel. Well, it was actually about 30 miles away in a shopping center in Concord. We decided that we would figure out how to do pottery. And there's this great place that made it very user-friendly for us. The instructions were to sit down at the potter's wheel and they would give us three different lumps of clay and they would instruct us, show us how to do it. Our hands got really dirty and muddy figuring out how to work the clay. Then after we're done with our three pieces, we get to choose two of them that they would fire in the kiln and then they would be ready to be glazed. Well, i got to tell you, my daughter Mia did a, a really beautiful job. She was a natural. She very elegantly turned these three different lumps of clay into beautiful bowls. And for her, she had to choose two out of the three. For me? Well, the, the first one, it really didn't turn out the way I had imagined. You see, on the car ride there, I was imagining creating this big, beautiful vase, you know? And instead, I created this holder of things. Don't know yet what is going to go in it, but it can't be too big. The second time, I said, okay, I'm going to create a bowl, and I got to tell you, it was, it was looking pretty good, but I was a little bit overconfident, and I was wanting to get it bigger, and as I was trying to get it bigger, it just sort of clumped in on itself, which meant I had to just take it and just toss it. Time for number three. The third piece of clay, thankfully, came into a pretty nice, nicely shaped bowl, and I was feeling like, okay, I've got this figured out. We go back this last week to see what the pieces look like coming out of the kiln. The little holder I made looked okay i was so excited to see the bowl until i see that the bowl had exploded in the kiln it didn't survive and here's what i learned when there are air pockets in the clay it it just makes a mess (laughs) it was my first time i was a novice The heat from the kiln was too much. Here's what I want us to think about. The heat that we experience from life's challenges. Are we able to withstand the heat? You know, Jesus said, if you want to be my disciple, you need to be ready to sacrifice everything. And this Bible passage is one of those hard passages from Luke chapter 14 where Jesus is describing what Dietrich Bonhoeffer called the cost of discipleship. Are we ready to get rid and sacrifice everything? Oftentimes we think about little trinkets that we've collected along the way or maybe that big expensive toy that we're so proud to own. But I think even more significantly than these items that we can see, are we ready to give up our vision for what we think our life ought to be? You know, we may want our life to be a big, beautiful vase for all to behold. But the Master Potter is calling us to be a sippy cup. God is the potter, we are the clay. And God, the masterful potter, we are in God's hands. Here's the good news of God's love for you today. God's loving hands are continuing to hold you, to shape you, to bring about beauty and form and usefulness for the sake of God's kingdom. The same God who created the heavens and the earth The same God who came to earth in the person of Jesus by the power of the Spirit is shaping you at the potter's wheel. And God's not done with you yet. God is molding you, shaping you, fashioning you for beauty and for usefulness in God's kingdom. Isn't it great to know that you don't need to worry about some novice crafting who you are, but instead you, you can trust in, in, in the masterful hands of God. And we need that because in life, the temperature gets turned up pretty hot. And you and I want to be able to withstand the heat. I'm talking about relationships that go sideways. I'm talking about life's disappointments and frustrations, betrayals, hopes and dreams that just never materialize. I'm talking about when we are victims of another person's violence. When when the temperature of life gets cranked up so hot and we wonder if we can withstand the heat we can trust in God the masterful potter who is taking care of us who is crafting us who is shaping us mold me and make me this is what I pray I pray that God's work of spiritual formation will continue upon your life, that you will offer yourself lovingly for the master potter's hands. Let us pray. Loving God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, We entrust ourselves into your care, ready, ready to be your people. Holy God, you are the potter and we are the clay. We are the work of your hands. Use us, we humbly pray, for your glory in this world. Amen.